Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. it's over but then actually when I really thought about it I, I thought to myself that Chelsea will be sold like they're going to be sold to another billionaire or billionaire group on the long term they're going to be fine I think short term I think the government is applying as much pressure as possible so the club actually try and sell the club I don't think that the government will necessarily see Chelsea in administration um and I think they will tweak the special license to ensure that they don't go into administration. But this thing is bigger than just the players. Like you, you've got to be thinking about the people who work at the club, people losing their jobs, livelihoods. It's not a joke. Like we've just been through two years of a pandemic where people were furloughed and stuff. Chelsea never took furlough, but people like probably losing their jobs. But that's not to say that the wider context where people literally risking their lives in Ukraine shouldn't be lost. I want to it on record that, you know, totally against the war, like, we shouldn't be killing people needlessly. But this is a football podcast, so <laughs> I've got to talk about the football. And 
I think that Chelsea have done what the players have done well. Tuchel's done an amazing job. Emma, Emma Hayes as well. Shout out to Emma Hayes as well. They've done an amazing job to try and steer the club through this media shit show, for a better word. I'm just sad. <laughs> You guys are laughing. I'm, I'm genuinely sad. I'm gonna stop smiling. <laughs> I can't help it. No, um, I, I'm totally in agreement with everything that Tima has um, echoed, and I just, I genuinely know that this is just temporary in it. But my heart really does go out to those people that have the regular jobs and they're mm. not earning the lucrative mm. amount of money like the footballers are. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, in terms of ownership, my my main prayer would be that I just don't want American owners at all because they will turn Chelsea Football Club into more of a business. I do hope that the next owner we get is an actual football fan, an actual Chelsea football fan that wants us to win more trophies and that, you know, um, we can finalise once this whole debacle's over, we can get Rudiger his new contract and get rid of the deadweight, bring in new people but I know that's still a long way away but I was just trying to look at the bigger picture um this is very difficult for me to talk about but it's honestly sad that an era has come to an end but let's remember all of the good times and at least we just won the Champions League last year so it's not like it's ancient <laughs> champions of the world <laughs> exactly and champions of the world as well so even though we're going through all of this, at least we still have recent trophies that we've won, unlike some other clubs that are just sitting there smiling and laughing. But yeah, we'll be fine. That's the other thing, like, I think I can take you to banter. Like, I know you're asking, asking ladies, I know you're like having the time of your life. I, like, honestly, like, you're happier now than probably when you won the FA Cup. Fantastic trophy for you guys. Um, but I think what I've seen in the media over the last week, honestly, <laughs> pisses me off. Like you can let's just be let's just be clear. You can be against the war, you can be thankful for um Roman Bramwich's era at the club, and you can I think you could probably sing his name. Those things are not mutually exclusive, like it's not one or the other, it's not black and white. The stuff that I'm seeing about Chelsea Football Club, they should be relegated, the fans shouldn't be let in, everyone basically connected is a disgrace, is absolutely disgusting. And it's probably I'm so glad that people like Anita are trying to like perpetrate the the, the media and, and try and make it more diverse mm -hmm. because the crustiness of some of these journalists, <laughs> bottom barrel, honestly, the bar is in hell. Like you need people to have actual nuance to the argument. It's it's like that they are getting paid per article. What else can we say? What, what other lies that we can we can put on? But team on that though. If the sanctions and Chelsea are not allowed extra licenses to operate. From I think it's like next month, every away game be there'll be no away fans because Chelsea. Do you think that's fair on other clubs coming to Stamford Bridge fighting for relegation, fighting for top four? How do you see that? No, no, no. Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't. To be honest, ask the government. The government. Ask the government. Like this is not a Chelsea football club thing. Like it's not like you have gone out and said we don't want away fans. The government has said we can't sell tickets. To other than to um, people who've got uh, season tickets. I don't know whether, to, like, people always used to say football and politics should be separate. Now, like, the, 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 the lines are blurring now. 
there is no separation. So I don't I don't think it's fair, but the government seems to think that this is the Hold way. on, T Brianna, what's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying this, come on. I enjoy it a lot. I said this is their trophy. I think well, this is the biggest this, trophy this, ever. No, 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 this is nothing to do with that. This is my trophy. I'm, I'm enjoying this a lot. Do you know why I'm enjoying this? Because everything good must come to an end. <laughs>
But then my question to you, right, if the UK government has said that Roman Abramovich can't take any of the proceedings of the sale of Chelsea, why does the owner then matter? It matters because of the, the future direction of the club. It matters massively. Like, you need, to, you, you don't want, as, as Bruce said, you don't want American companies to come in and just take profit from the club, or people like the Glazers who, who lo- like, they, they're taking the loan and they're taking the money out of the club. Like, you want owners that want continued success. You want owners that are going to be- rebuild Stamford Bridge. You don't want people who are just kind of just in it so that they can benefit money, monetary-wise. You don't want that. Like, you want continued success. As a, as a as a fan, I just find it. I, I understand Abramovich is a fan of Chelsea, but I find it absolutely bizarre from a business standpoint that somebody would delay a deal so long that they are in billions and billions of pounds of like losses because you cannot take any profit. I, I find it bizarre. I understand that obviously he didn't maybe expect to be in this position, but. At the same time, he received, we spoke about the offer he received last week. I'm not saying he should have taken that one. I don't want to, you know, beat a dead horse. But realistically, we only hear what we hear. There are probably other offers. Chelsea isn't a scrub club. It's not like Spurs or something. I don't know, Greg, you had to say Arsenal. (laughs) They're not Spurs or something. Like, Chelsea's going to win titles. Chelsea have a recent history. Like, I feel as if... He, I don't know. I, I don't think that this is... It's, I think it's, it's such a bizarre thing to do, to be a fan of a club so much that you'd be willing to lose billions of pounds. It doesn't make any sense. Because you don't, because you don't understand Roman. Do you don't understand him. You don't understand the way he works. Like, so you understand him? I don't understand him either. No, I'm not saying <laughs> The only person that understands it is Tuchel. As we already know. Like, Ryan will die. Tuchel, Thomas Tuchel. It's the only one I understand. I don't understand the Kaku, I don't understand any of them. Like, I don't I, I don't have any answers. The only thing is, like, I don't agree with what is going on. I want to make that perfectly clear. The, the UK government, the media, the FA, the Premier League, I feel like they are punishing Chelsea for the bad decisions that they made. It's, it's too much now. It's, Wait, okay, but one minute. When, actually, you, just when you move oh. from the English Football League to the Premier League for monetary gain and you allow quote-unquote shoddy billionaires to take over a club, how can you not then punish Chelsea Football Club for the actions of Roman Abramovich? Because let's make it clear, he's no saint in this whole situation. No, he's not. None he's... of them are, though. Maybe, show, me a, show me an owner of a football club that doesn't have some shoddiness. It's, it's, matter, it's, it's the height of hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. You can't blame Chelsea Football Club. Like, Chelsea, Chelsea Football Club, it's not their fault that the, the FA and the Premier League allowed him to become loner. The club was sold. From Ken Bates sold the club. They allowed him to come in to, to English football, pumping money to English football. They've benefited, of, they've also benefited of Roman Abramovich being, being here. The, the, the standard of the league has improved. Whether it, people can just talk about how, like, Oh my gosh, like the transfer fees and stuff, but the, the standard has improved. That is for actual facts. Because of Roman Abramovich. Because of Abramovich. The standard the league improves solely. He, 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 not, I never said solely. Okay, okay, not solely. But he is a large part of the reason why the league is a successful business as a successful business as it is now. It's, it's a large part of it. Twenty years he's been pumping. And, and let's not forget that this is not a defense of Roman Abramovich. His political stance, I don't agree with it. I don't agree that you should be friends with Putin. I think it's just, I, 
I don't agree with any of it. But as a football man, these lot can't turn around after 20 years and be like, you guys knew about this 20 years ago. They knew how he got his billions 20 years ago. But he wasn't being sanctioned. Um, like, unfortunately, I'm sorry, this is actually just the game is the game. Like, it's not about keeping football out of politics. Chelsea Football Club isn't... Unfortunately, we talk about football clubs like they're entities of their own. They're not. They, at this point in time, are assets to their owners. When the club is owned by a billionaire, their actions that can come back to bite them end up, unfortunately, like coming back to the whole club. Like it's unfortunate for, as you said, the staff. It's unfortunate for the fans. But when you're reaping the benefits of an owner, whether or not they knew that before, there wasn't an issue with international relations with Russia at the time. This is essentially what it comes down to. Like, unfortunately, that's what it is. I, I don't think. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I get. I get what you're saying, but I think it's totally unfair. So what? What do you think? So you think that Chelsea and Abramovich should just be allowed to go on? No, I don't. Until I, don't I don't think when Abramovich should go on to do whatever he wants. So then, what's the solution? You can't. Then? But you can't punish the fans. You can't punish the, the canteen lady. Not selling tickets in not selling tickets isn't going to make they've changed the license already so that chelsea can receive um prize money but technically the account is frozen but they can still access it if they need to so why can't they sell tickets why can't they sell hot dogs or whatever and then have the same have the same process this is ridiculous it's too much i'm sorry it's too much i really do feel for people who have jobs at that club and it's, it's bigger now. It's bigger than just Russia. You're punishing UK citizens. Like, they're going to lose their jobs. They're literally going to lose their jobs, their livelihoods. It's, it's it, in, in a time where energy bills, everything's going up. It's crazy. I think it's mad. And that's very unfortunate. And the brand which needs to think about them and get rid of the club as fast as possible. Okay, let's. let's. <laughs> <laughs> I should have brought that mountain game on. <laughs> move on and let's talk about today's game Chelsea hosted Newcastle at Stamford Bridge uh, 1-0 win Kai Havertz in what the 80, 80 plus minutes last 10 minutes of the game um, but let's talk about it should Kai Havertz have even been on the pitch come on it's barely a yellow it's barely a yellow it's barely a yellow Tim are you sure I mean honestly like that red what did you referee and performance today was actually shocking we do need to talk about David Cutie but let's start so Tim I'll start with you penalty to Newcastle absolutely absolutely (laughs) (laughs) listen I can't I can't defend young Trevor like he's been a bit weird a bit shaky recently but that was a stonewall penalty 150% Chelsea got away with it do you think sorry I'm just trying to show the goal um yeah 100% were you impressed? I shouted it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible, absolutely terrible. Who I think was the game. Like, who was your worst player on the pitch for you today? Um, Timo Werner is definitely up there. The Kaku on the table was shocking. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Oh, you can slam the Lukaku now. I said, I don't defend Lukaku, I give nuanced arguments to mm. Lukaku. He was shocking. <laughs> Timo Werner was shocking. Um, Mount was shocking. Ziyech non-existence. Sarp. Honestly, like... <laughs> <laughs> he looks 
nervous every time the ball comes next to him, like near him. Like, he doesn't look, he looks like he doesn't know what to do. I, he's not, a, I don't know. I think the game today was, it, it is what it is. It gets the backdrop that it was, and we're just happy to get out, out of three points, to be honest. I've just watched the video, yeah, that wasn't happening. So maybe a slight yellow card, but that's it. He got the yellow, but apparently, uh, after the match, Sports Studios. They said that the elbow looks intentional. Come on. People say if we're looking at the map. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not even, the agenda is strong, isn't it? So I, I think it's ridiculous. It's yeah. not. It's not a red. It's literally not yeah, a red. Yeah, just the yellow card, isn't it? That's it. I don't even know if it's a yellow. He wasn't even. He's literally looking at the ball. How is it? How? How is that intentional? Are we looking at the ball? If that's the red, yeah, then why wasn't the challenge on? Oh my God, who was it? On Chalabar at the. Final, the EFL final. Why wasn't that a red card? Oh, that was definitely a red card. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. You had to get stitches on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got know I me. Mean? Oh, <laughs> that didn't get a red card. So why does that make this a red card? Like, make, make maybe sense. that's why he almost gave away the penalty because those stitches weren't. Okay. Okay. Next question. Um, rumors <laughs> that it was pressure on Tuchel to play Lukaku because of this. How much it cost Roman this summer? Everything political that's now happened at Chelsea, Lukaku hasn't started a game since. Inside? That's when you agree. No, I, to be honest, um, he deserves to be on that edge. He hasn't given us a reason why he should be starting regularly, and we haven't been starting him, and we've been winning games. So I think it's justified. I understand why Tuchel might be getting pressure now because you know right now facing all types of pressure from the Champions. I mean, he spent 100 million on the guy and he's not proven his worth. And now, you know, with the way money is really tight at Chelsea, maybe they're pressuring Tuchel to play Lukaku so that we can still sell him for a substantial amount in the summer because we need our funds. <laughs> I think that's why they're applying pressure. Um, but if I, like I said, I think people that listen regularly know that I'm not a fan of him. If he remains on the bench for the rest of the season, I'm okay with that. Let habits shine. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in shock. You're not defending Lukaku. Oh, oh, no. What's happened? I don't defend Lukaku. I do. No, I don't. I can nuance arguments as to why <laughs> he may or may not be firing in goals or not goals. You don't have any excuses for him today. I, I don't think it's excuses. I think the whole that front line. I think even without Lukaku on on, on the pitch today, Timo. <laughs> There's another one I've defended on here, but I think I think he needs to run the games, but he's not going to get it. But I think yeah, I think Lukaku is not the only problem. Kai Havertz is is really on fire, and luckily for Chelsea, he, he's scoring a lot of goals. Um, and long may that continue. Yeah, I didn't watch the full game, but just from what I caught, we were just absolutely just going to stay. I don't know yeah. what's going. I think maybe we're starting to the players are also starting to feel the impact of what's happening within the club as well. It might be a mental thing as well. But I just felt like we weren't really there today, and it was a whole team. It wasn't just like it was one person. It's like everyone just really dropped the form today. But I just really hope that that doesn't continue because. We have entered like the pivotal part of the season as we're running towards mm. the end of it, so we need to get as many points as possible. And I am happy that we still managed to grab our three points from Newcastle. 
um, who knows if we get oil money, they might end up being our main competitors. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I think um, looking at the games Chelsea have left, it, still we, got Arsenal. we still got Arsenal, Leicester, and Manchester United, but I think we, we have a decent run. Even if we go into administration and get a nine point deduction. <laughs> <laughs> sure if you do happens. get a nine point deduction, Arsenal overtake you, right? Yeah. Yeah, because of government intervention. Let me like that point. Just asking. <laughs> but I think Chelsea will still finish in the top four because I think we are eight points clear United. <clears throat> yeah. Eight points clear United, yeah. So coming up for Chelsea, Brentford home, Southampton away. Um, of course, your lonely work play against you guys. Um, Leeds away. Easy three points. West Ham could also be a tough one. Mm. But I would expect the, the, the fixtures that we have left. And Wolverhampton as well. Mm. <laughs> the awards that you've been Wolves. advocating for to finish top 14. Top four. Why is it this? I can't lie, Joe. Brentford, yeah, I feel a bit iffy about them because if you remember the last time we played them, they made us work yeah. for those three points. Like, we worked. And given the way things are shaky right now, I really hope we turn out man. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I think out of all of those games Charles mentioned, um, West Ham will like will, could potentially drop points. Have we still got United? Was yeah, United oh, oh, Trafford. Yeah, I hate. To, no, I'm not going to say it. Those are the two teams. <laughs> <laughs> so Wolves three points, Arsenal three points. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> so January first, two thousand and twenty-two. <laughs> Arsenal haven't lost a game in the Premier League. One draw and what is it like eight wins under Mikel Arteta? Twenty-eight points out of a possible thirty-three. Rihanna, can you smell the top four? It might. It, it might be happening. When's the last time you guys actually finished that top four? No, generally, this is the same. 2017. Back when you guys were in secondary school. 
wasn't the general consensus that he was kind of a bit of a one trick pony or yeah. when I mean he was being compared mm. to um what's his name? Tavares quite a lot. But other than that I don't think mm. I don't think he was being like criticized. That Tavares compared by the way. I will never ever forgive the Arsenal fans that said, <laughs> No, I'm sorry. After, like, two games. That was ridiculous. But no, I think that <laughs> Tierney, a lot of people were sort of thinking that essentially the only thing he had in his locker was sort of going oh, down. Yeah. yeah. So and sort of like just crossing it in, going down the wing and just crossing it in. Um but I think that like and they did speak about it in the commentary as well, like sort of Arteta trying to be a bit less predictable and you could kind of see that mm-hmm. Tierney is adapting to that. Like he's doing a couple of uh, different things, he's mixing it up and I think it's also better for him that the front three has also clicked. Mm-hmm. So it's not as much like on him to be sort of bombing forward and trying to stop that cross it in. And that was kind of stupid in and of itself because we weren't scoring from those crosses mm-hmm. anyway. Go ahead, Tino. So this week, I mean, Arteta. Oh, Arteta. Arsenal in. Arsenal in. And if Arteta finishes top four, Arsenal in. It's not a trophy. See, are you guys then still Arteta out in general? Then, um, willing to give him more time. Um, I personally, um, I have grudges. I'm still heartbroken by the Villarreal result. I haven't got over it. But you know, getting Arsenal back into the Champions League. Comsi comsa, you know, forgive, move on a little bit. But I'm still, I'm not going to go, oh my God, yeah, and I'm fully on tethering. I'm impressed with him. I think he's done a phenomenal job to turn around how we were from the beginning of the season. Um, but I'm still, I'm still on the fence. I'll be, I'll I just be think I'll be fake if I just go, oh yeah, I'll take it in because I'm not that happy. So if I now just stop me, oh my God, I don't like it. That's just me being fake. And I, I don't do that. But I love Arsenal and I love our players. Yeah. Yeah. I'm willing to ride it out, but if you don't get top four, then. Three? Why? Different opinion? Bring me the wins. I Bring me the wins. I am. Um, I don't think Arteta is somebody that can lead our club to the ultimate glory, mm-hmm. which is uh, Champions League, Premier League, where I want to see my club in the future. But mm-hmm. again, he could prove me wrong with that. I think that it's not wise for me at this time to be shouting Arteta out because <laughs> if he does have a remontada like, <laughs> like, like Erdogan did and proves me wrong. Yeah. Wait, you were anti Yes. Both I was of you. She was giving him stick. That's a disgrace. Oh my gosh. She apologised. I had, yes, <laughs> last week I had to do my full apology yeah. straight into the camera. <laughs> apology okay. section. Okay. Last bit on Arsenal, one of our game in hand is midweek Wednesday, we host Liverpool. Um, the last time we were on a winning run, we went to Anfield and lost 4-0. 4-0 or 4-1? 4-0. Let's yeah. get humble. So, <laughs> Jimmy, both teams are on form. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. But again, I, I it's, it's just shaky because we know what Liverpool's like. Like, we're both on good form, but Liverpool's like miles ahead. Liverpool's... So, Form and Arsenal's form are not the same. Both on form. No, no, like, no. Form is form, but lack of lack of form. I basically just said the same. You know what? I mean, form, form, not form. No, form no, is not form. Yeah, form is form. But literally, I just, I just said what you said. Like they're miles ahead yeah, of us, yeah, yeah. so they can easily just come and beat us. But this is where we've got to show that okay, those what nine games, ten games in the bounce wasn't just for nothing. Like you've literally just got to keep going. Like, like whoever said it was, we need to keep looking up and not back because. We literally have many points away from Chelsea. Looking up where? Okay. So um, what? <laughs> you guys. Brenna, um, <laughs> it could be a tough ask for Arsenal, of course. One of the best teams in the Premier League. But without Tomiyasu, who's still not back yet, how do you see Cedric coping against Diaz or oh, Mane if they go Jota hmm. or Firmino up top? I think they're going to go Jota. You know when you enter the kebab shop and you see the Donald <laughs> 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 it's, oh, it's gonna be a deadly thing. I can't lie. They're going to I have to pray for him. I have to fast from now until Wednesday. He can prove me wrong. I don't like to put our players down too much, but I, what I can see in the future is gonna happen for dinner. It's unfortunate. So we have to compensate somehow. I don't know how, but we do. Um, do you think if Arsenal managed to not lose the game? It's an excellent result in this run that Arteta was on. So a draw, not necessarily a win, yeah. but we managed to draw to Liverpool at home. Is that an improvement? Yeah, I would say so because the last game like we've had in this type of run of that stature was City, City. and although we played well, we lost. Mm. And I don't like you to... got rubbed in that game, to be honest. We yeah, yeah that was <laughs> your bad vibes. <laughs> Arsenal slumber. No offense, I don't really care about your club that, like that. I think 
I still think there is something about Manchester United. I don't, it doesn't make sense. But there's something about that club. I just think they're going to make it. To top four? No, I don't know. I do. I just, okay. I don't know what, and it's not against Arsenal. I think you guys are playing pretty well. I feel like it hurt you to say pretty well. Your boy Saka is doing amazing. Let's mm. not say amazing. Good. Um, yeah, and it seems to be clicking. Um, so Arsenal currently three games in hand on Manchester United and we're a point above them. Do you still see them? Getting I think the top four? your games in hands are what Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham. False. Chelsea's not above them because United still have to play these teams. Well, they they. Play Tottenham, they won. Still got to play Chelsea. Still got to go to Anfield. So we will be playing the same team. Mm. Oh, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Are you still United in the top four Arsenal? So, so I said last week, and I, I, I maintain my, my head says Arsenal, but for some reason, I just I can't let that United slide. Even though they're dog shit, but mm. I just, it's something about them, I just. I don't know. It's weird because with United, it gets to a part of the season where they just go on a winning run until the end, and that's how they end up in top fours. So I get what you're saying, but at the same time, Arsenal are on that run as well. And remember, Man United are still in the Champions League, aren't they? So they've got these extra other games that they're still involved in. Whereas with Arsenal, the main focus is the Premier League finishing top four. Mm. And having that upper hand is why I genuinely think, and I've been saying this for a while now, that Arsenal will finish top four over United. But what is this winning run? They drew to Watford, lost to Man City, and they only just beat Man S- um, Tottenham by three goals to two. Oh, no winning run then. No, not, not a winning run right now, but when you look at previous seasons, yeah, from a certain yeah, point, they just go on a run where they just win, like, especially the Premier League games. So, so look what I mean for Manchester United. You've got, they've got Atleti away, oh, sorry, Atleti home midweek. Um, they... Liverpool-Manchester derby have been postponed. That is going to be rescheduled. Then they've got Leicester, Frank Lampard, Everton. (laughs) (laughs) Norwich. And then this is where it gets hard. They go to Arsenal, Brentford, Brighton away, Chelsea at Old Trafford, Crystal Palace away, and still a Liverpool-Anfield away to be rescheduled. That game at the end of the season. Yeah, the game against Arsenal is the fourth to the last game of the season yeah, like yeah, April. Yeah. I don't know. And bear in mind, if they do make past Atletico Madrid, they will now have to schedule Champions League fixtures yeah. in between the teams. Those games. These Premier League fixtures. Probably you guys putting a lot of pressure for me to say this And it's really painful you to do it. I, like, like, I just don't do you know what? I, I saw, because last season, Juventus were also struggling, and then, bam, they got it. Is Ronaldo really going to allow Manchester United not to finish in the top four? Out of his hands because they're gonna have to pick, and if you want CL Ronaldo, big match CL Ronaldo or Ronaldo in the Prem, he can't play Champions League football and Premier League like we've seen already. (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) you know, you know what? Here's my how would I say it? Here's my prediction. Yes, you're. Um, I think what could happen is. Man United might slip up into fifth and they'll try to focus to win the Champions League so they don't end up in the Europa League. And that's when Ronaldo will get Champions League, Ronaldo turning up at Champions League game. 
Any, I mean, we won the Champions League last season. Anything can happen. I wouldn't put it past United if they make it um, past Atletico. What was their scoreline? One one. Oh, was it one one? Right, so yeah. it's even still wide open. I'm sorry, but the way those fixtures are looking in the Premier League for United, they might as well just kiss top four goodbye and focus on the Champions League. And I think that's that might be yeah. what they might try yeah. to do this season. So then a better question on this top four race is two Arsenal friends, two Chelsea friends. Can Arsenal catch Chelsea? It's not impossible. But I think we've got a harder run than they do. Yeah. Catch Chelsea how? You won't see if the administrator's coming then you'll catch Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. If the administrator's coming, then yeah. we get the doctor. Well, even that, I won't see. I like how you're smiling about that over there. <laughs> if the administrator's coming, yeah, then I think so. But I just think... I think Chelsea are now in the mode of just getting the season done. But what I like is I think that the players are solely focused on the next game. And I think they won today. They won. Your next game is home to Brentford, so a West London derby. I would expect Chelsea to win that, I'm sorry. But if Chelsea didn't win that, then even with... And we don't know what the state of our club is going to be by then. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like every day I wake up, I find something new. Um, moving on, even though the United ladies, it will be nice to see you guys from time to time. <laughs> I swear they just disappear, like they don't come on. We have a lot of them. Mariam, Muyo, Beatrice, where are you guys? Uh, to be fair, Beatrice was here last week. She needs to be she more free. She gets to Moyo and Mariam, yeah, they just disappear. <laughs> So, um, United, 3-2 win against Tottenham, CR 37 is a hat-trick, <laughs> is Ronaldo back? Is, it was is... a fluke, that's what it was. Do you think so? Yes. Why? It was a fluke. How have you seen what Ronaldo's been doing for the last couple of months? I'm telling you, it's a fluke. He's too old. He can't keep that same consistency for the next, for the rest of the season. I'm sorry, no. I'm not saying he's washed, but he's old. Like, no. I disagree. I think that he just needs to be managed. Like, I think, well, not managed, but I mean, like, he can't play every week. We know that. I, like, I agree with what you're saying. He's a bit old. I think that if... Um, he's not a bit old. He's old. As in, he's three years away from 40. Still yeah, playing so Thiago Silva. Yeah, but look, he's, he's, that man is always... His back is always hurting him. His back is always hurting him. Like, always hurting him. like every match, his back is hurting him. Which is why I think that 
if it comes to the case where they bring out Ronaldo once a week, once a fortnight for Champions League games, whatever, that's entirely acceptable for mm. him. And I think that it's something that will make him successful. That what is he, is he their top scorer now? Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. think that's too shabby at all, because look how much they paid for Sancho in them. But on Jaden Sancho, like someone that was hev- heavily criticised at the beginning of the season, he's found his legs in Manchester. Seems to be scoring, scoring, sorry. Seems to be assisting every game now. How many games was it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Excluding the Watford game, I'm sure he scored in Manchester Derby. Mm-hmm. He assisted twice, yes, um, against Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a stinker against Athletic, but they all had a stinker against Athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brighton. He scored against Chelsea as well. I don't like to cast Sancho too tough. He wasn't actually playing like agenda side. Yeah, he wasn't getting enough game time. And let's also remember he came from the Bundesliga, which is completely different yeah. from the league football is as well. But with some of the points that Brianna has raised regarding Ronaldo, I do agree that he is at that stage in his career where he's better off playing once every week or bi weekly. And this is where it takes me to the point I made earlier with the Champions League. If they decide to bring him out for the Champions League, I would not put it past United making it through to the final. Because again, Ronaldo will not go outside. Because imagine Man United finish fifth. Do you think Ronaldo will play in the Europa League? No, he's gone, he's gone. Oh, he, he won't let that happen. Are you forgetting in the um, group stages? What he, but I still, I dragged them. he dragged them out of the group stages. I think he might drag them to fourth. He might do, he might do. Okay, I'm going to say something really nice about Arsenal. He really, he really connects. No, it's really nice. <laughs> he talked about Jaden Sancho. Actually, the bar is Saka. Saka is the bar now. So I think, yeah, he hasn't... See, see, I said pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, yeah, he hasn't played consistently, but even when Saka wasn't playing consistently, he was still producing a lot of performances. So, and Sancho cost £73 million. Pounds. I 75, 75, it's not an excuse. You should do better. I agree with the Saka thing and the Sancho thing. But I, the, where, like, I don't disagree with you saying that Ronaldo has the elite mentality stuff, but it doesn't match up with the Champions League ambitions because he can't do both. He can't drag United to anything if he can't play mm. every week. Like, it's not possible. If there was a way that they could get him to play every week and actually produce and then also do something in the Champions League, which is insane to ask of a 37-year-old. It doesn't matter if it's Ronaldo, if it's Messi, if it's whoever. Like, they're just going to have to manage his game time and try to figure out what their strategy is from here because Ronaldo is not... I mean, I don't know Ronaldo from anywhere, but from what we see of Ronaldo, he's not going to be pleased if he is told that they're going to throw away the Champions League Mm. to fight for four. That's not in keeping with his mentality. I think the only thing Man United needs to do is get... Cavani back from whatever South American holiday like he's currently on. Where is he? Where is Cavani? Where did he go? Did he not play this? No, missing the squad. The squad. They need to get him back. Is he not? Does he play for the club or like what's going on? Another question. No Bruno and United seem to be able to flow. Their midfielders. Well, Fred. I think Fred had a brilliant game against Tottenham. Pogba not so much, but even though it wasn't like hearable, it was passes, it was run, it was calculated. Do you think I mean United need Bruno Fernandez in the team? 
depends on what they're trying to do, to be honest. I think if they're trying to play as a team, no, not really. Because as you said, like they they play better, the, the play flows better with uh, without Bruno, but that's not something new. Like we've been knowing that Bruno is not he's clutch and he one thing about him is gonna produce those statistics, but he disrupts the team dynamic on the pitch. I'm not like saying anything negative about him, but it's like it's either Bruno or the team. It doesn't really work. So either they figure out a system that he works in, and I don't really understand how that would happen, or they just drop him out. I thought he's supposed to score 25 goals a season. I'm never going to let that gender. <laughs> None of us have been doing this. You caught her. It's my time. She said, who's scoring 25 goals? Bruno Fernandes. She thought that um, VAR from last season was still here. Yeah. Do you know why? I understand why Beatrice doesn't come to that. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, though, there is one thing we need to address. Some was it Beatrice that also said (laughs) Harry Kane going to get five big goals this season? (laughs) I no, I remember what she said because I was sitting next to her. She said, "What if?" Because oh. at that time, I think Kate, I'll, I'll, I'll defend her. In that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "What if?" Because I think that was the episode when uh, was it that she Aaron was talking Audrey. to Audrey? Yeah. yeah. No, she said, "What if?" And I low key agreed because I was enjoying his um, his drought, gold drought. Would we say he's back now? Who? I don't yeah. think Harry Kane ever disappeared. He once he, he just finds his scoring. shooting boots. It's a long day. Yeah. He scored two goals. Ask the question. I think the argue, this argument is ridiculous, but I've seen obviously now this surpassed Thierry. Don't even do it. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. Cut the recording. Cut the mic. Cut the recording. I'm a Chelsea fan. Let me tell you something. Any Spurs fan that think that thinks Harry Kane could even lick his lick. <laughs> something new. I want us to 
goals against Team of the Week. Your apps will be all under the tweet, so. So if they don't agree with the team, you've got to be ready to hold the smoke. Um, well, I don't have Twitter, so I'm good. Mm, they they smoke us every day. Yeah. We'll do it by majority vote, right? Yeah. I said, and then we're all gonna.
Um, any shouts for the Liverpool defenders? I don't think they have. They don't have much to do, to do yeah. in the Brighton game. I feel like White's tackle against Madison that kept it at one 0 Yes. Um, Rudiger made a couple headers that kept Newcastle out. This is so funny. So we're gonna go with White and Rudy, yeah? yeah. No objections. Cool. Left back. <laughs> they stink, man. I'm so sorry. It's definitely not the show, show are you? <laughs> <laughs> Give them a break. Who's left back for Manchester United? Tellers. He's awful. Was he awful yesterday? I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, he was. So maybe Robertson then? Um, KT, I feel like if he had the second half performance he had in the first half, then maybe. But in the first, first half, that left hand side was stinky. Okay, this is where it gets interesting. Midfield, Fabinho, Thomas Party. Um, for Wolves, Neves and Martinho had a good game, even though it was it was Everton. Um. <laughs> I don't think we should include any Chelsea players. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, are we going with a 4 4 2 or 4 3 3? I think we should go for a 4 4 2. I like 4 4 2. Given that some strikers did perform this week, and let's be real, not a lot of the wingers done. Mm, A lot like Ronaldo in the summer. Ronaldo on the wing in 2022. Nice! Just for the Don't kill us. Now let's go with the four four two. Yeah. Um. So nominations: Fabinho, Party, Odegaard, Excuse me. Fred, based on based on this week's performance. Fred. I think I put Fred in there. Levers, Matinho. Levers has been consistently good. Um, and since I've got all the gender, I'm going to vote Levers. I've got Odegaard in there. I think O has to make the team. Yeah, that, that was football. Oh, last O, Levers, Fred, and. Fabinho? Fabinho. But Party missing out doesn't sit well with him. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, I need to put a vote for my Ghanaian brothers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So we're happy with Fabinho at DM. I don't think there's a better DM than him in the league, to be honest. Roger hasn't played, so it is what it is. Yeah. But the two eights, we're going to go Fred and Odegaard, or Party and Odegaard, or Nevers and Odegaard. Mm-hmm. Whichever way you make it, Odegaard's making yeah, that team. Has to be 27 passes into the final third today. For me, it would be Nevers and Party over. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, one word for Nevers and Party is a democracy. Three. Um, I'll put Odegaard and Oh, actually, we can put Odegaard in the 10. Yeah. Yeah. In 4 4 2. With a diamond. So no uh, wings. No wings. Okay. What wing will perform this week? Yeah. Oh, to be fair, Sancho did have a good game. Mm-hmm. 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 We might have to go 4 3 3. Didn't Salah score today? He scored yesterday, right? A penalty. 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 Changes. Party, Fred, Odegaard, 
Matinho, Neves, Fabinho. Two midfielders, please. I'm still trying to get my head around the formation. Um, two. So oh, do you want to see it? So who are you? Um, so who are we picking? The DM. We need the DM and two eights. Okay, okay. Um, Fabinho. Odegaard and Partey for me. By, maybe I'm biased. Fabinho, Odegaard and Partey. Is that the best? Yeah, that, that can work. That can work. I feel like that can work. Julie? Fabinho, Odegaard, Neves. Okay. Three? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Odegaard, Fred, and I put Party in there. Odegaard, Fred. So O has made the team. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter what I said. It does because we need to. I would Fabinho, Neves, and Party. Okay, so Party, Party, Party. So Party has made the team. I heard Fabinho a lot of second. Fabinho, Fabinho, Fabinho. Fabinho, Odegaard and Party. So Neves and Fred miss out. That's rather unfortunate. And then wingers, Sancho. Our wingers were not in the sweet one either, Chelsea and I. Sancho. I want to put Saka in there, but I don't. He was he was good, good. Yeah. but he wasn't outstanding. outstanding. Yeah. Here's a left field one. What about Yarmolenko? Because he scored, didn't he? Or... Yeah, but he played for like 20 minutes. Didn't he? <laughs> he still came and scored. I mean... She wants us to get cooked. Yeah. <laughs> she does. <laughs> I think we, should, <laughs> we should take Tima's opinions with a pinch of salt at this moment in time. You wanted a winger, he scored. Could we not have like, um, like two... like? Honorary sub mentions or something. Cause that's not. Yeah, we can, we can we can put we can put on honorary underneath the tweet. You know when they don't. Usually <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's make it easier. Sancho and Ronaldo for team of the week this season of the season is we. Can't, you can't take uh, sorry. Sancho and Ronaldo. Yeah. Sorry, Havertz. Like it, it, no, no, no Havertz has to be. Sorry. Havertz <laughs> has to be. If you're talking about the week, he also played very well against Norwich. Yeah. He has to be yeah. in there, 100%. So we're going to put Havertz right when they get cooked for looking up to show. <laughs> <laughs> you put Ronaldo out there, the old man out there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to Sancho out. Are we going to Sancho out? Does this oh. have like team chemistry? Or, like, <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, just the players that perform yeah. best this week. So, can we actually get cooked for putting Ronaldo in the week? Space for another midfielder. I think it should go to Fred. 
Yeah, yeah I agree. So our first Gold Diggers team of the week is Aaron Ramsdale, Trent, Ben White, Antonio Rudiger, Andy Robertson, Fabinho, Odegaard. No, I lied. Party. Yeah, Fred doesn't make it. Fabinho, Odegaard, Hart. No, he does. Fabinho. Fabinho, Party, Fred, Odegaard, Kai Havertz, and Cristiano Ronaldo. Obviously, a special shout out to Tony as well. He did have a very good game for Bradford. Oh, he cut off his dreads. Yeah, now he's not sexy. But yeah, it is what it is. And before we do wrap up, last thing. Donkey of the week. Worst player of the week this today in this week. This game. I can't remember who you're going to say. Just see my mind. Can you come back to me again, please? Personally, of the games that I've watched, I have to give it to Chalaba. He he should have cost Chelsea today, but he didn't because David Cootie is just a terrible referee. Every game this guy refs, there's it's always worse. a controversial decision. Yeah. Like the fan, I don't know if he's new, if the fans get to him, but for me, England Chelsea won, which is what, as I said on Twitter, what good teams do. Chalaba, disgraceful performance. Julie. Um, I don't watch Chelsea game. Who's that guy that gave away the pen? So Yeah. Uh, Brianna. My donkey. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I agree with Chad about that. What he did, if the fact that, that wasn't given as a pen is shocking, but it's the fact that he was going with the wrong foot that just made it even funnier for me. <laughs> <I'm so dumb. laughs> yeah, and yeah, if you didn't touch the ball, then they still got a corner. Okay, so one vote for Sarachi, two for Chalaba, one for Werner. Tellers. Tellers. Can we give it to the ref? Oh yes. Oh, David Coote. Yeah. Yeah, we could. We, I agree. I second that. Yes, I heard that. <laughs> yeah. So David Coote, donkey of the week and star of the week. Um, <laughs> I'll say Uncle Ronaldo. <laughs> 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 Uncle Ronaldo. Honorary shout out to Havertz, yeah. Party, and O. Yeah. For standout performances this yeah. week. Um. Yeah, Uncle Ronaldo, like seven-year-old scoring a hat trick against Tottenham. Like a 37 year old scoring a hat trick against Tottenham, it doesn't happen every time. Shout out to him. Proof that winter showers in your garden do work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And that's all from us this week. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Same time. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. to the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable 
incredible moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.